Welcome to Greedwatch 2018, a Common Rider O's recap podcast. This is episode 31, Returning a Favor, a Plot, Purple Metals, and I'm Coriander Dickinson. With me is Josh A. Kagan. Hello! And Adam Wasserman. I'm your sweet baby brother who started listening to Mabim Bam and, <laughs> you know, enjoy, enjoy all my references. Finally, some McElroy references from <laughs> That's a the white only way guy. to get popular. <laughs> Stop Good. it. Our, our 23 listeners love us. I mean, they do. We are very popular. However, I feel like we could expand to take just take just like 1% of that Bim Bam audience and just really work it. Does that mean I have to grow a beard? Don't those motherfuckers all have I, beards? No, uh, no. Only one of them, one has, of them a has a beard. I can be the one with the beard. I have a beard oh. already. That's true. I'm also willing to dye my hair purple. Just putting that out there. Oh, okay. I have glasses and like to play D and D. Which one am I? Shit. Re- um, the rest. You're of the them. youngest one, so you have to be the young one. Okay. Is that what does that make me? Is that <laughs> that makes ta- you Justin. You're Justin. Am I, ta- am I taco? No, that's yeah. No. Actually, yes, you are taco. Wait, yes, you're taco. Yeah. Mm. Taco Magnus. from TV. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Taco. That's my mm. awesome taco impression. That's not, no. So we start this week in a brand new restaurant. I was so surprised. We all, we all saved up our, our, our coins, our medals, and we bought a new location. The dumpling place with stick dumplings, which I want immediately. Mm, Yum. They are squishy and warm and yummy and like covered in sauce. So you are correct. I want, I want anything and everything on a stick. Apparently, they also just have a freezer full of ice pops that you could just grab from. Here's my theory. The businesses in the area are used to Ankh being around now, and they all got big freezers full of ice pops because they know they can make bank on it. Uh, nor do they care when uh, Ankh is sitting on the table wrong. because uh, he doesn't respect it for the that, laws of man. It's worth it for that sweet ice pop money. We do get a big deal of uh, AG being like, Hey, man, you're sitting on the table wrong. And then Ankh sits in the chair wrong. And we remember that Ankh is an alien, not unlike Mork from Mork, who does not know of our simple (laughs) earth ways and sits in chairs on tables wrong. And lays eggs. Drinks from his fingers. I mean, he is is a bird. Or is he like a bird? He'll only fly away. Oh. He don't know where his body is. He only knows where his arm is. <laughs> Baby, what I'm telling you is on like a bird. Uh, so anyways, they've called this meeting of the, the cool guys club uh, because Maki is a bad guy now, or at least Maki is a bad guy to them now. We know he's been crazy and terrible this entire time, yeah. talking to a doll and talking about the end of the world and all that. But uh, he stole something from the lab. And Kugami is plenty sore about it, and they don't know what it is. So I'm not sure why they know it's missing. I was like, you mean that big painting? Everybody saw that big painting. We all know about that. That's not a surprise. I also thought they were talking about the giant painting. I, too, thought it was the giant painting. Turns out. <laughs> nope. And we go to uh, we go to Havisham Manor, where Maki <laughs> shows uh, the child, uh, Ankh, and uh, Kazari, the thing that he stole. And it's a big rock Oreo. Kazari and um, Ankh child have thoroughly moved in because they've hung up their colored silk. So they're in for the long haul. I like to think that Maki saw this and like maybe hung up some orange silk for himself and they were really, really mad and told him to take it down and that's their thing and he's not allowed to do it. Oh no, he's appropriating greed culture. Exactly. 
Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. And he's like, fine, that. I'll just go back to my eschatology. Yeah. So it's a big rock. Be stole a big rock is the thing. A big flat rock that looks like a delicious rock Oreo, but don't eat it. That takes a very long time to open. Just scrape at it with your pen knife. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like one of those those toys with the dinosaur bones embedded in like sand or whatever that you have to chip away at. It's a big flat Kinder Egg. They fucking love those in Japan, man. They're real popular. You can get like chocolates that have mm. dinosaur bone light chocolate on them, and you can snap the outsides out so they just have the bones left because regular chocolate's not fun enough. They're like those Kong toys for dogs, where you like shove peanut butter. <laughs> yes. In exactly. a thing, and then you'd like it's fun, it's fun to work for a treat. Exactly. Maki's plan remains destroying the world somehow. He's hype, he's hype. Uh, then we cut very briefly to a scene from Koyanaskatsi, and then we meet an entirely <laughs> new character some kid on a bicycle who is going to uh, the Evil Co. Debt Collection Agency. This place looks like the sort of place that. Why can't I ever remember names under pressure? Uh, the main character from Yakuza would just like walk into and just start beating people up in. It does look like a shady loan shark's office. Yeah. I was going to say Glengarry Glen Ross vibes, uh, different different trade, but that same. A little less mm-hmm. sad. A little less sad. A little less like Glen Ross. desperation. This doesn't look like a good time. It's a bunch of people in very gray suits sitting there just like. Waiting for a They Might Be Giants video to break out or something to break out the monotony of their day. Can we go one episode without a TMBG reference, please? Absolutely not. Okay. Fine. Don't, don't let's start. Well, the, there's clock ticking away on the wall. And when it strikes, I don't know, 5 p.m., it's, it's time for the, the yummies to, to pop up and disgorge a single coin. Onto, onto the tables in front of the workers. Single cell metal. Somebody puts them all in a bag and hands them to Bicycle Ted, and then Bicycle Ted uh, gets out of there, and he brings the uh, he brings the cell metals to uh, Uva, who's got a big pirate's booty thing <laughs> of them that he's just, he he's just, you know, he just wants to get enough so he can Scrooge McDuckett. Oh, yeah. Uva is living in a storage closet now. <laughs> yeah, but he has a big box of metals, like a crate. He has a whole crate of metals. He's not going to eat them all at once. He keeps telling himself, he's like, well, I'll just have a few right now. <laughs> like Girl Scout cookies or Girl Guide <laughs> cookies. All right. Well, and then it's just like, oh, that sleeve is so lonely. I can just finish the whole thing. And then before you know it, you've got a problem in your pancreas is writing a letter to Amnesty International. <laughs> Maybe it's more like he's like, oh, but I had cell medals for lunch and I just like, uh, I just don't want them right now. Is there anything else in this crate? And he just stares at it. He's like, no, still the same cell metals. This is what I do when I'm hungry and I look in the freezer. You know who Biker Ted reminds me of? <laughs> who? Piss Pants. Oh. Kind of got the same vibe. He's a of little like better. Lowbrow crime. He didn't make me throw up. So bravo, Biker Ted. He's trying to make something of himself. He's just, you know. Being taken advantage of by capitalism. Mm-hmm. We all. Yeah. Back to Havisham Manor, Maki opens the flat rock, and uh, Son of a Gun is, is more metals. Uh, but these what? ones are different because they're purple. What? Also seems like it took him like between six to ten hours to open that rock. <laughs> like the like Kid Ankh has fallen asleep. <laughs> He's tuckered out. He was playing a very spirited game of slowly kick a soccer ball at the wall. That's true. He's exhausted. The poor little Dickens. He's been doing that all day. 
we learn how to make a greed, and it's very exciting. You you got the ten medals, but if you take one medal away, the other medals they get lonely and they want that medal there, and then they turn into a greed. We learned that so long ago. Well, look, some of us forget Recap. these things mm-hmm. and are happy to remember because we have been recording this podcast since Dick Clark was in his twenties. If only <laughs> there was some medium by which you could relive these podcasts and thus recall what was said during them but it's maybe someday it's too bad that we do these live and beam them out to our 23 listeners and then they disappear into the ether as if thanos snapped his magic hand or whatever i've never (laughs) seen any of those movies the only thing you could do is take a rocket ship and try to catch up with the signals Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> you want to take a rocket ship? Uh, we're going all the way to the moon, baby. Uh, you know what? We count the medals. One, two, three. We get some more scenes from Let's Go Common Writers. Uh, and this mm-hmm. week I learned that Let's Go Common Writers seems to have a bunch of dumb kids in it. And now I like it less. Thought it looked cool. Wow. But it looks it looks like a bunch of little... It looks like they got in a lot of short pants kids from like old Kaiju and Gamera movies. That's because that, that party's in the have... past, Josh. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that train travels through time. It's a time piercer. Yes, it's a time. It's a t- where they where they're going. They don't need track. That's not true. It makes its own track, but they don't need pre existing track at any rate. All right, all right. So, how much? How many little kids running around in tiny pants do I have to deal with? I think three. Uh, fine. I don't. Okay. They're not around for very long, as I recall. Re- repaying a favor scheme purple metals i yes. know Corey said the title already but there are always little variations gotta collect them all the couscousier <laughs> is spring festival themed it's just the bloom of fucking youth in there there's sakura branches and ag is dressed like a young child boy who's on his way to school and chioko has like a sailor uniform on like the long skirted kind she looks like she looks like she's a Started going to the school from Kill a Kill. Yeah. I vaguely remember Spring Festival from the original episodes of Iron Chef. Is this a children's festival? What's happening? It's kind of a period of time for the students to show off to visitors what they are doing in their different extracurricular activities. So they set up little booths and show people around and make a horror maze in their classrooms or sell ramen. Yep. Oh. So and they do it several times a year, I think, because they don't take holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's instead of instead of getting time off, they're like, how about you work extra hard uh, to make our school look good to the general public? So it's just a celebration of how neat school is. Well, it's your opportunity for your school club to do something fancy uh, or, you know, for your band to perform and that kind of thing. I think I don't understand how this translates into a dining experience. It's about the passion of being young. Josh. Oh, I see. You can make like a wedge of pink stuff and call it being a student on Champs-Élysées. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what threw me because I am not aware of such festivals. And when they said Champs-Élysées, I was like, oh, maybe this is some French stuff that I don't care well, about. Well, I mean, I don't know where what Champs-Élysées has to do with it, but yes. Okay. And it's the, you know, the right. last time in your life before you went off and had a job and everything that you got to you know, really live passionately, maybe. That all sounds real nice. That's our episode. Uh, that's that's what's happening at the Couscousier. 
And I'm glad we spent 45 minutes talking about it because it has zero fucking bearing on the plot. They are wearing those outfits like the entire episode, though. That is true. Hina brings a friend from school to the Couscousier, which is a wash in a celebration of youth and learning and pink wedges. The friend and her mom are mysteriously receiving money. She wants A.G. to look into it because I guess A.G. is now just a boy detective. Just a boy detective. (laughs) Here's what confuses me. Why can't she just do this herself? What if he's a knife guy? What if he has a knife? What if the person so, delivering money she might to her work. for free is evil? She so, might work nights. There's a bunch of reasons why. So the best thing to do is rather than saying going to, I don't know, law enforcement or something, is to ask the friend of your friend if he could maybe get stabbed for you. Adam, it's like trying to catch the tooth fairy or Santa Claus. Like you stay up late uh-huh. and they don't come. And the moment you fall asleep, it's, that's the time they strike. So you need a boy who can't fall asleep? I Just got to bring in a secret third party to hide in the bushes. Oh, I see. Because go- Santa won't be on guard for you <laughs> hiding under the tree, wrapped in a big, wrapped up like a present. I like the idea now that once all of this greed nonsense is wrapped up, this just becomes AG's side gig. Just hiding in bushes, waiting for various uh, mythical creatures who bring people things. He's going to hunt them all down. <laughs> And just introduce himself politely. Yeah. Hey, um, why are you doing that? Pretty much. This also, uh, I think Corey was like, you said, why wouldn't they just go to the authorities? What crime is being committed? I mean, we're going to learn later in the episode why she wants this to come to an end. But at this juncture, I was just sort of like, this sounds fine. <laughs> don't You don't have to tell. This is great. Like, it, it smells a little, like, stalkery business. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's not like he's leaving money in the mailbox with a note saying, you know, if you want more money, just leave some underpants in the mailbox for me. Oh, all right. It's Japan. There's going to be underpants. I can't help it. Fantastic. Hey, Japan. Uh, we think very highly of you. I do think very highly of you, but you got some problems, yo. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. Know, I feel like that's. I think that's a very wide brush to paint. That fine, fine country that they're just all panty crazy. I'm not all of them, okay. but but their media does at the very least emphasize a certain panty craziness, and that's not on me. Why it's only as irresponsible as making it seem like Americans all love guns. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I didn't hear that last part. I was tucking my gun in for the. <laughs> Stick to your waist belt, yeah. (laughs) Wait, is your gun like Mackie's doll? (laughs) Yes, it sits on my shoulder like a fucking parrot. (laughs) It has little outfits. (laughs) (laughs) And a sharp, crisp white shirt. A little car seat. So yes, AG has agreed to take the case. So we cut over to Doctor Maki's lab, where Date and Broto are on the case, trying to discover what is missing from this disaster of a room. Date is trying really hard by looking under some furniture. Yeah, it seems to me I'm not half the detective that Goto and Date are, or even the third. But it seems to me they could ask Kogami what it was because he already knows. It is very difficult to look for a thing that you don't know what it is. And determine that it's gone. Yeah. 
It's like if I if I if it was my first time visiting Josh and he was like, okay, something in this house has been stolen. Determine what it is. And unless it's like obvious, like I don't know, it's like the top of your toilet tank or something, I'm not gonna know. And for all I know, that's just how you live. Hey man, I gotta I, I need I to keep my to... I need to keep my spare bottle of hooch somewhere. Yeah, but you have to be able to see it or you forget it's there. I like looking at it. I like yes, I tuck, oh, after I've tucked in my gun, <laughs> I go stand in my bathroom and look at my bottle of hooch in my toilet tank and sing soothing lullabies to it. Evening rituals are complex. Well, I mean, like if you're brewing a fresh one. Oh. Then... I thought it was just like a bottle of process. vodka or something. No, no, no. I'm brewing. That's when I go into the bathroom, I always tell people, hey, I'll be right back. I gotta go brew a fresh one. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I flush. I'm like, no, my toilet wine. Oh. <laughs> it was almost done. That's my, that's, that's, that's my favorite Tom Wade song. <laughs> toilet wine, toilet wine. You and me are doing fine. <laughs> Living life in Hollywood and fine. That was very good. Anyway. <laughs> if I compliment him, maybe he'll No, stop. I was I just really like that. <laughs> Thank you. 31 episodes and you finally did a joke I enjoyed. Oh. Well, nope. Let's, are we done? Nope. Can we stop now? Never. God damn it. All right, so they don't they don't find the stolen thing, but they find a new friend. A little friend, a little green friend. There's a new Kandroid on the streets. It's a Triceratops, and it's adorable. He's real cute, and he's too, it was too slow to catch up with all of his buddies. So now he's just, he's Date's friend. It's not suspicious at all. Mm-hmm. If it was me, I'd be like, hmm, the one thing that's not broken in this office that wants to hang around with me, it's probably fine. What if, he just got, what if he's just a little slow guy who got left behind? That's how Maki gets you. I, I don't I won't hear it. I won't hear it of this adorable, Ooh. of this adorable new little friend, this nameless guy. Man, Baby Yoda could just like walk right up to you and stab you in the Terry. Knees. Terry, that's a good name for a Triceratops. Aw, Terry, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... Terry the Candroid. I don't trust him. Duly noted. We uh, throw to Kugami's office where he watches the sunset and talks about Maki and Maki making a purple grid. And then he pours he pours some wine out for his homies upstate, I guess. Yeah, it looked like he was going to down like an entire decanter himself. But then he's like, no, this stuff sucks. I'm just going to dump it here on the floor. You're too mad about Maki to drink my wine. Also, he appears to be alone. Like, I figured at least Satanaka was there to hear this. But I think he's just soliloquizing to himself now. Yeah, I mean, when you're a weird, mysterious billionaire, that's kind of what you do. Or if you're in the States, you run for president. But also... Kogami, that's how you get ants. Drunk ants. Yes. Since he's talking about Maki, we cut to Maki, who is loudly eating a sandwich. That's the whole scene, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what any of these people are doing with their lives. I don't know why you, I don't know. The, hey guys, the episode is exactly seven seconds short. Uh, hey, didn't Maki eat a sandwich? Let's put that in. That's comedy gold. Let's go real close up on his face while he's chewing. Yeah. Hey, hey, Foley guy, you know how you've been complaining that you never get to do anything that's not like zappity zap or kapow? Go hard. This is your moment. Uh, hey, it's back to Bicycle Ted. He's uh, 
He's doing his uh, sell metal shuffle again. He's got his sack of metals and he gives them to Uva and he gets his money. And uh, Uva stands around and he says some bad guy stuff. Like, mm, Yeah, mm, he's like, something. I've got Mazul's and Gamble's core metals here, but I won't eat them. No siree. Got all these sell metals instead. They'll make me strong. That's basically yeah. it. He's got principles. Uh, and we find out that uh, Bicycle Ted is... Uh, He's the mysterious uh, money Santa. Da, da, da. I'm impressed that he's giving like these people like 66% of his earnings. Because he he's like a good guy. He because he had three bills. Yen bills. I don't know what they were for because I can't identify <laughs> Japanese money. But he had three of them and he put two of them in the envelope and he only kept one. I I, I thought he was gonna keep two and give away one. I'm just what a nice what a nice person. No, he's Bicycle Ted's a good guy. And then AG pops out of the bushes and is like, hey, what what are you hey, what's going on with this? Dun 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 This <laughs> <laughs> is all he does. Sup. Can't help but notice you putting money into that mailbox. Do you want to talk about it with somebody? Pretty weird. <laughs> I've been hired by a friend of my friend, so I don't know this person, nor do I know you. I have no real stake in any of this. But I was just politely asked by an almost complete stranger to hide in these bushes and say hi to you. Mission accomplished. Would you like to come to a restaurant tomorrow? Cut to tomorrow. Everybody's dressed up like high school kids, if that sweetens the pot any. So Bike Ted's telling AG all about how he was into some bad crap and this teacher dude just helped him out, like lent him some money. And so he's like, I got to return the favor. That dude helped me out of a hard place. So I'm trying to support his family. And, you know, just help out. I'm a nice guy. It seems pretty nice. Uh, and then uh, he and his friend shows up and is like, is that the kid? Great. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop giving me money. And then launches into this weird hard luck story where she's like, my mom, she has, you gave her too much money. And now she doesn't work and she shops all the time. And we're in debt and we have loans and it's terrible. So please, the last thing you should do is give us money because we're broke. So don't give us money. Yep. Feels Stop like, it. Feels like she could have left that in a note in the mailbox and or just told Tina, hey, I have this problem. We need to find this guy instead of lying for no reason. Because I'm pretty sure Hina wouldn't have been like, oh, well, if it's just that your mom's spending it, I could give a shit. Yeah. It's weird. And Ted is so shocked by this that he falls over a little pee pants drops a cell metal that he yep. that he just happened to be carrying after after he and his friend bolts from the couscousier almost knocking over chioko mm -hmm. who is carrying a lot of stuff and also has uh, given anka a healthy meal yes and Ankh's like i hear something i'm in the middle of what's that over I've there got noodles all up in my mouth but i definitely hear a cell metal so the kid runs out and everybody chases him and chioko Almost spill soup for about 20 minutes. <laughs> it's just her going, oh, 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 and then she doesn't spill it. She's got a whole tray <laughs> full of soup. They chase the kid, and Ankh shoots his arm at him, and you catch him, and they're like, what's going on, kid? And before he says anything, he, they look and they see the two debt collectors from the sad debt collector office shaking down he and his friend, and the kid's like, I hate capitalism. Pretty, 
Yeah, he does, he goes through like a whole mental math thing. He's like, I'm paying them money that they're paying to the loan company, and then the loan company is paying me. Wait a minute, something here doesn't add up. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes a run, run, run into the uh, debt collector's office, and he's like, Hey, uh, don't stop it. Stop shaking her down. You keep shaking down everybody else, but leave this one particular person alone. You know what? He can't save everybody. He doesn't seem able to save anybody. Well, listen, first of all, it's a whole office and they could beat him up. And second of all, garbage jammies pop out of all of them who can definitely beat him up. I guess, yeah, everybody's just so shocked. It's like when you get surprised and accidentally pee yourself or something. (laughs) I mean... That's a very... Just a yummy comes just, out. Yeah, everybody's like so surprised by Bicycle Ted. They're like, boop, and they all boop out their yummies. And now it's just a it's a, just a big yummy mosh pit, mosh em up party. And then AG arrives and Tato buys, and then the screaming begins. Because <laughs> not only are there weird Cyclops yummies, but also all the office people are still there because they didn't turn into yummies. The yummies popped out of them. And they're all in a corner going, you know, bananas, basically. Bicycle Ted very wisely... Just amscrays right the f out of there, and smooks right into Uva, who uh, who pulls a yummy out of him. And Hina freaks out because Hina's there with him. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess Hina's never actually seen this happen before. She's just heard about it. It's probably different to actually experience it. I figured, like at this point of the episode, I was like, Josh must be loving this because all of these people are finally reacting to all the weird <laughs> crap that's happening. I was very happy to see people have something beginning to resemble identifiable human emotions when monsters pop out of people's bodies. So yes, I would thank Corey, thank you for thinking of me. What a momentous occasion this now is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where these people are acting kind of normal. Ankh uh, Ank realizes, puts two and two together, and he's like, this is obviously Uva's business, and then they smush all the garbage yummies. Yeah, Uva's playing, Uva's playing the long game. He's like, you know... If I get like 15 cell medals every day for a month, that's a lot of medals. I, I assume this has been doing this for like a long time because he hasn't really been on the show. And this is literally what he's been spending his time on. What's the phrase in video games where you just you do the same thing over and over and over to make grinding. Yeah, grinding cell exactly medals. What he's, he's grinding. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know what? There's just too much action has happened in this episode. <laughs> so everybody just sits in a playground and it turns into like this weird ABC after school special where everybody's just whatever the Canadian equivalent is. I'm sure we had those. Just... We have American TV. Most of our culture <laughs> comes from your stupid country. You're welcome. I didn't know if you we had, have like one channel. <laughs> We had one channel and the tragically hip, and now that guy's dead, and now we got nothing. Too, nothing. Too soon. Oh yeah, we even lost the drummer from Rush. Yeah. We got nothing yeah, now. We got nothing. Is Sloan still a thing? Is is that is that real? Is, like is Sloan? Oh yeah, yeah, we still got oh, Sloan. Yeah. They're Canadian, right? Yeah, they're no, okay. Sloan's great. Okay. Sloan's okay. great. You still have uh, the tea party? No, we not really. We do. Well, I mean, they're probably alive, but I don't think they do anything anymore. Okay. But you, I mean, there they are. I mean, we still have Mother Mother. We've got that going. Oh, I like Mother Mother. Yeah. 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 You know who loves Mother Mother? Fucking TikTok. No. Yeah. Canada. At any rate. They're just sitting around in a playground, just talking about morality and want. <laughs> yeah. 
you just like the kind of thing that you want in the middle of your action adventure monster show. Just people sitting on swings and just like staring at the clouds and being like, well, where do you see yourself in 20 years? We haven't actually had some good, terrible, agey philosophy oh, in a while. <laughs> yeah. And but this one's fantastic. This, one's so this is really, this is great. Agey sort of is like, hey, here's the thing. When helping others, sometimes things happen. <laughs> He's, yeah. You just got to keep He's that so in mind, right. yeah. you know? It's so true. So true. Oh. So true. AG, good things, bad things? No, just, you, you know, know things. things. All right. You know, when you drink water, yeah. water water is inside you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Meanwhile, the yummy is making a withdrawal from the bank. Wait a second. We've seen this episode before. <laughs> they They did this already. <laughs> Is that old footage? Are they recycling no, footage? No, it's just like episode. No. Uh, this is all new like footage. Episode one or two, a yummy robbed a bank. It's like the first yummy. Uh, Everyone's putting money in a, a nice shiny briefcase for it. The yummy takes the briefcase out onto the steps and starts dispensing with the wealth. Yeah, and along <laughs> the way, he turned he turns into like heavy metal Grinch. Yeah, okay, first off, if I was walking past a bank and a weird mummy thing walked out of the bank with a with a briefcase full of money and just started tossing it. I don't know that my first instinct would be like, oh boy, free money. I would be like, mm, I might get in trouble if I take this money because it sort of seems like maybe this is not normal. What if that mummy turned into like an electric green lady moth? Oh, well then I'd be all over. I'd be like, oh, okay, this legitimizes the entire event. And then what if she, what if she like flew around above a courtyard, just making it rain? Oh, if it's just raining money, then I have no objection because I don't know where that money came from. It's mine now. I just like a really cool moth superhero making, making money for everyone. It's like that time I found a $20 bill uh, blowing past me in the parking lot and I grabbed it. It was my money now. No one was chasing it. My money. Can we agree that this is the most aesthetically pleasing monster in the entire series absolutely yes i particularly like her little skirt it's cute i like the color of green i like i like her boots and the little poofs of fur that pop out of them like she's like her skin is also her socks Mm -hmm. she she's it's all very pleasant and nice and it's a good it's a good monster it is it doesn't have a face in its eyeball and it's not oozing Mm -hmm. anything not made of snot it doesn't look like a weird sex toy that somebody put in the microwave it's just fine it's not two kinds of animal combined into one it's just a nice green lady monster who wants to give you money like you know how earlier uva was like oh man these cell metals or the core metals i have for gamel and mazul and i don't want to absorb them if he had absorbed them Mm. like a big greedy pants like kazari that moth lady would be disgusting. Oh, yeah. Like, very gross. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, he showed restraint. Mm. Because it's the nicest yummy we've ever seen, we only get like five minutes of it. Yeah. Uh, we can't have nice things. Yeah. AG so, takes his oh. stupid eel arms and pulls her out of the air. Wait, wait. Before before that, while while she's flying around dispensing money, she also just drops the briefcase at one point. And I'm like, what if you're like, oh look, money, and then you just clonked on the head by having a briefcase? Serves you right for taking money that's not yours. Whoa. Yeah. There I went. There. Morality police Kagan over here. It's just me sitting on a swing, just dispensing homes. You know, sometimes 
You take money and things happen. You wander the world with your underwear, and this is the kind of wisdom you acquire. Mm. Date and uh, Goto are still flopping around the smushed up lab, and the little a little can guy is like, "Hey, it's time to fight!" So they go fight. Goto lectures the cl- crowd about like picking stuff up. It's like, "No, you all leave right now. There's a fight happening." You don't know where that's been, by the way. All of those people scatter like he just like threw a wad of poop at them or something. In reality, if there was oh, money everywhere and some whisper thin lad in a suit was like, hey, everybody, please disperse. I would be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take my own sweet goddamn time, my friend. You don't even worry about it. I got money. That guy already got hit by a briefcase. I feel pretty confident that it's smooth sailing for me. Bicycle Ted is like, uh, hey, is that is that my greed incarnate? And he knows all like, yeah, but don't worry about it. It's fine. Like it just it's a way worse than it looks. And I'm like, you remember remember that the remember the guy who wanted to be a travel writer and his greed got like disgusting. And then they like showed him his greed so that he'd know how disgusting it was and they made him feel bad. So there's a real like it depends on how much they like the person, I guess, how bad they make them feel about their greed being incarnated. Well, also, nobody can decide whether or not what's happening is good or bad. Uh-huh. Like, they know they have to stop it, but they can—they all seem to agree, like, well, as far as greeds go, it's not like throwing out money and then snapping people's necks. Like, it just seems to be throwing money around in a kind of avuncular, just sort of like, here, come and get it, everyone. It's money. <laughs> so it's like, they have to stop it. But nobody's like... This is it. And I think it's because every other monster they've seen up until this point have just been these weird murder pus beasts. <laughs> yeah, and this, no. and this and this lady's just like, hey, I'm green and here's money. But, you know, like the, the economic influx is going to corrupt these people. Like soon they'll stop working and they'll get into right. debt. <laughs> I think it's going to take gotten, a while. <laughs> I think it would have just gotten worse over time. Like like the other yummies, like they would have ramped up to something untenable instead of just I mean, it's already you know, robbing banks, which isn't great, but eventually it's going to, she's going to be robbing whatever the Japanese Fort Knox is or something, you know, Goldfinger style. In your mind, Adam, it's just Fort Knox, but it's just filled with panties for some reason. No. (laughs) Oh no, our strategic, our strategic panty reserves. No, it's filled with gold (laughs) panties, obviously. (laughs) Whop, 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 whop. Gold Gold panties. Panties. Thank you. Uh, also, the Goto looks over at Date and he's like, "Hey, you know you can't pick that up, right? Like, just just making sure because you like money and all." And Date Date is basically like, "No, you have to work for money. That's that's the important thing." And I'm like, "Huh?" Date understands how capitalism's supposed to work. So Uva interferes, and Ag's all like, "What works against bugs?" And Ankh throws him some red core medals, being like fireworks and then Date's all like hey i thought we were laying off the combos no we're doing combos yep full tajador tajador i choose you oh and then something crazy happens all the purple metals zizz into the air and flews out of uh, out of uh, Maki's place, and Maki uh, raises an eyebrow. He's not even he's not particularly surprised. He's I noticed like, one thing oh, yeah, they during do, this. They do, they do that sometimes, I guess. Purple metals mm-hmm. just fly away. Mm-hmm. We still got like th- like four. 
Maki's got a bicycle for his doll on the table. Like, maybe he's just been sitting there with his doll, pushing it around on this little bicycle for the last day. Like, just Waiting around and around the metals. <laughs> like, like a circuit. I gotta get a little bicycle for my gun. <laughs> you really should. Right? Yeah. He's so cute. Aww. Little helmet. Yeah. You want it to be safe. Yeah. Speaking of adorable little things, like my gun, uh, Dante's little new can buddy, he's, uh, he's sitting in the milk can, and he's kicking up coins, little medals, and Dante catches them and turns them into murder. Mm-hmm. It's, it's adorable. This fills up the whole magazine with, with core medals. Just lulling them into a false metals. sense of security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave our buddy alone. He's a good little guy. Sorry. Sweetie. And they kick the yummy's butt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, does, and, and does Ankh get Uva's core medal, or am I making that up? So Eiji Tajador fights uva and beats him up in the air and he sprays out a bunch of cell metals and and the uh uh gamel and um what's her face is core metals Missoula. Yeah, core it, metals. Looked, it looked like a gray and a blue one yeah this is the, the ones he was talking to before his 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 metal friends <laughs> and and Aunt grabs them he's like ha how you like me now dummy yep direct translation ag explodes the moth this time he's like date get out of the way because Date's usually like, hey, Edgy, get out of the way because I'm about to shoot a big-ass laser at you. So it's, mm-hmm. I, I, was just, I just liked that it was Date's turn to get out of the way before he got like hit by a bunch of fire. The purple metals, they they've, they zoop, 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 in, uh, probably right up uh, Edgy's butt. <laughs> That's accurate. That's probably, I think they went into his chest. They, go. They, they probably go right in his butt, <laughs> is my guess. I'm no scientist, but generally... <laughs> There is a reason why they call it the coin slot, my friends. And so all the purple metals go into Aegis butt. I think and they, I don't think they call the anus the coin slot. They that is the coin that's the <laughs> Yes. It's the coinus. <laughs> you got me there. Science. Look, the metals, they go into AG one way or the other. Probably right up his butt. Probably the other. <laughs> Probably right. I'm looking. I'm reviewing the footage. AG, AG is covered in purple lightning. <laughs> and his belt violently ejects the, th- the three red metals. Foom. Yeah. Uh, Uva snatches one. Yep. Like a jerk. Yeah, he's like, ha, ha, see, I can grab metals too. Yeah. But AG has a nap. And then he's like really casually... Like, he's like, oh, BT dubs, hey, Ankh, what are those purple medals all about? And I was like, fuck off. And he, and he was like, fair enough, peace, and takes off. And he fucks off. Yeah. Uh, AJ's not looking great. No, he's got, he's caught the purple eye. Yeah. He got purple eye, he's been Liz Taylored. He, you know what, that's really contagious and they shouldn't be touching him. <laughs> Uh, and he does the uh, end of Thriller uh, take <laughs> to the camera where he's like, are you OK? And he looks up at the camera and he's got purple eyes. And then Vincent Price goes, oh, ha, 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 ha. And also, the it's over. Well, also, Date is like, well, he seems to be OK, but he's not doing anything. So we should take him to the hospital. And then Ankh shoves him aside and just starts like shaking Eiji like like a newborn baby, if you will. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Like, like you should not shake a newborn like, baby. Sorry. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> like you so don't you do. Said, like you don't do. Like like a Polaroid picture. Shakes yeah. him like a Polaroid picture, and is like, "Hey, wake up, stupid!" And Ag does not wake up. When, when Hey Ya came out, <laughs> the Polaroid company, and this is true, actually put out a press release saying, "You do not need to shake our product." in order to help it develop. They actually took the time. They were like, oh, hey, we're getting a lot of publicity for our almost completely obsolete product. What we should probably do is put out a real boring press release saying that this song is factually wrong. Mm. You know who who read that press release? A pedantic child named Coriander Dickinson. (laughs) Every single time that song was on the radio, it was like, no, people, don't do it. Don't do the shaking. So which is the chemicals? Your photo won't develop correctly. Corey, I'm curious. After you read that, did you go out and purchase a pair of glasses specifically so you could push them up the bridge of your nose? No, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't have a real reason to wear glasses until I was about 30. No. Uh, Sorry. Now so, I can do that. Yes. So you guys would have preferred if he'd been like, blow it like a Super Nintendo cartridge. Adam, you may not know this, but the moisture in your breath can cause corrosion on the contacts and the cartridges. Say what? Yeah, you might actually be hurting your Nintendo by spitting into it Mm. forcefully. (laughs) Is there anything else I'm doing wrong, Corey? Uh, We probably don't have time. No, you're right. We don't. We definitely don't have time. We'll we'll save that for the Patreon episode, and that's uh, wait. wait <laughs> when you say when you say Patreon, is that the one where you just patronize me the whole time? Why should why is this day different from any other day? Yeah, good. Point. Um, our, our Patreon would be hilarious. The lowest rated. Somehow, this one campaign tanked the entire website by making negative money. If we reach five dollars, I don't know. We'll think of something. It's not going to happen, guys. TBD. So that's uh, and that's our, and that's that's the episode. How did you feel about it, Josh? This is this is the new arc you guys are real excited about. Yeah. Yep. This is this is this, this is what we're all getting real hype for now. Yep. Purple metal arc. Okay. The new okay. hotness. Dinosaur cans. Yeah, there's more dinosaurs. Everyone loves dinosaurs. Dinosaur cans. Dinosaur cans? Does whatever Doing dinosaur Dinosaur should. can? Cans. Yeah. <laughs> what? Let me ask a question. What's it like? Wait, what? <laughs> to be excited? Um, it's not important. Wait. Dinosaur cans. Oh. 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 I'll do my Tom Waits again. Um, it was, you know what? I realized I did not miss jerk of the week episodes. I was enjoying episodes that just sort of dealt with our characters learning things and having adventures. And it was a little jarring to kind of have the return to here's two people you don't give a hot shit about and their stupid problems. Like I'm learning about Ankh and his arm and his, his body and things. It was only care. two episodes, Josh. Yes, but because we record these episodes once every five years, don't, it feels Josh. Like, don't dis- oh no! The magic. Oh no! A, a peek behind the curtain of our process. <laughs> <laughs> it's an evergreen podcast, Josh. We never it, make current it really top- is. topical references. 
I only talk about things from the late 90s. And I only quote they might be giants. <laughs> and I'm the younger one. Oh. And I'm talking. No, still bad. Oh. Hey, well, we, we did it. It's that. fine. It's a fine, it's a fine episode, and I didn't like Pee Pants Jr., and it seems like we're done with him quite frankly. Yeah, I think he goes away. It's now. entirely possible. That's great. It, it seems like they really dispensed with this storyline. I really liked it. I thought it had a lot going on, really ticked along nicely. A lot of balls in the air, a lot of things juggling around. I thought it was good. Yeah. I like that they had like a little bit of a fight scene in an interior space, like that mm. office. That mm. was different. I like the stupid school uniforms. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's so cliche. AG left his jacket at the playground. <laughs> We gotta go. We gotta go back. <laughs> and now he can't tell anybody because he's comatose. Because he got the purples. Yeah, someone's gonna steal that jacket, and that like Chioko. I can only assume ninety five percent of her operating budget is costumes. I'm just excited to tune in next week to see if Chioko got to put that tray down. Hmm. I'd like Onk Junior to learn like some words or something, <laughs> like have a personality instead of Man. just like mindlessly kick a ball and then fall asleep. I am a hundred percent fine with it. That sounds fine. That's easy. Josh, do you hate children? I am not crazy about children. Specifically, children. Well, I mean, yes, in the in the wider sense, yes. But no, and just like in my limited exposure to Japanese entertainment, camera movies, kaiju movies, children, once they start talking, seem to be very shrill, kick a lot of people in the shins, <laughs> get into business and kind of bother the adults who are trying to save the world and kind of don't do anything. So if Lil Onk just wants to kick a ball and sleep, I say let him. The, the kids in camera movies are especially bad, though. They are terrible. They're so bad. <laughs> Anything else? Good job, everybody. No, I hate children. I hate children. Yeah, well, yes, we got what I'm saying. We covered that. Good job. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I'm Josh A. Kagan. You can find me at Instagram at Josh A. Kagan. I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gold Sarcasmium. Peace out. Bye bye. <laughs>